Google is preparing for the long haul with COVID-19. I'll tell you what they're up to. Also, John MacArthur's church is meeting in defiance of social distancing guidelines in California. And also, Representative Yoho is out from Bread for the World. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where I bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up right now. So first up, Google has previously said that all its employees will be working from home until the end of the year. But in a sign that large companies are coming to terms with the scope of the pandemic, Google has now announced that its employees will be allowed to work from home until at least July of 2021. Uh, Google CEO sent a memo obtained by CNN that said, quote, to give employees the ability to plan ahead, we'll be extending our global voluntary work from home option through June 30th, 2021 for roles that don't need to be in the office. I hope this will offer the flexibility you need to balance work with taking care of yourselves and your loved ones over the next 12 months. Now, Facebook and Twitter have also announced that they'll be allowing at least some employees to work from home indefinitely, and a company of Google's size bracing for the long haul may be a premonition of other companies following suit. Now, that's particularly true here in the U.S., where the COVID-19 infection rate continues to elude containment. Meanwhile, Hollywood is, is still looking for a way to keep making money in a world where public gathering increasingly feels like a thing of the past for now. Uh, Warner Brothers has announced that Christopher Nolan's Tenet will be released overseas before getting a limited domestic release Labor Day weekend. But of course, this is far from the first time the studio has announced a new release date for the highly anticipated thriller that has become the subject of the most high-profile pandemic jostling. Uh, most other 2020 releases have opted for a wait-and-see approach. In related coronavirus news, famed pastor, author, and theologian John MacArthur conducted services before a packed congregation at Grace Community Church in Sun Valley, California, in defiance of local social distancing orders. In a blog post, MacArthur wrote that California's ban on in-person church services, a ban which includes restaurants, bars, fitness centers, hair salons, barbershops, and other public gathering spaces in several counties, was an overstep in government authority. The blog post said, quote, we, the pastors and elders of Grace Community Church, respectfully inform our civic leaders that they have exceeded their legitimate jurisdiction and faithfulness to Christ prohibits us from observing the restrictions they want to impose on our corporate worship services. Uh, the blog says that the team must follow Christ, not Caesar. Local authorities did not interfere with Grace Community's services. One widely circulated photograph online that you can see at relevantmagazine.com showed a, uh, a full house with no face masks in sight. The church reports an average weekly attendance of about 8,000 people. MacArthur declared, quote, This is not a problem to be feared. This is a triumphant hour for the church, to be the church. Standing for the glory of our Lord is more important in this hour than I've ever known it in my life. For his glory, we will stand and meet and worship and preach the saving gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, experts say that COVID-19, that's the disease caused by the coronavirus, is particularly easy to transmit indoors and several church services have been responsible for alarming spikes across the U.S. One study from earlier this month found that 650 cases have been linked to religious services. That's why the CDC continues to recommend social distancing and, of course, face masks wherever possible. Uh, MacArthur has pastored at Grace Community Church for 50 years. Very influential author and theologian there. Uh, frankly, sort of disappointing to see that he was not willing to abide by coronavirus instructions in this very critical time for the country. 
Finally, Bread for the World of the Christian Advocacy Group, led by Eugene Cho, asked Representative Ted Yoho to resign from its board of directors after he reportedly called Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez a slur. The group said they made the decision to ask for Yoho's resignation out of a desire to affirm, quote, our commitment to coming alongside women and people of color nationally and globally as they continue to lead us to a more racially inclusive and equitable world. Now, Yoho denied using the slur, which was overheard by a reporter for The Hill, and took to the House floor to apologize if his conversation with Ocasio-Cortez was, quote, construed that way, though he said, quote, I cannot apologize for my passion or for loving my God, my family, and my country. On Wednesday, Bread for the World said part of their concern about Yoho was not just the reported statement, but also, quote, what we and others perceive to be his non-apology. Last week, calls for Bread for the World to address Yoho's behavior came from people like authors Gregory Thornbury and David Dark. On Monday, a Hill reporter overheard Yoho telling AOC that she was, quote, out of your freaking mind over statements she gave connecting poverty to ballooning crime rates. After Ocasio-Cortez told Yoho he was being rude, he walked away and then reportedly said the slur, according to the reporter. AOC gave a speech on the House floor, saying Yoho's behavior gave other men implicit permission to use sexist language against women. She said, quote, I am here because I have to show my parents that I am their daughter. They did not raise me to accept abuse from men. The group statement concluded with this, quote, During this critical time in our nation, in which millions depend on the U.S. government leadership and improved public policies that center on those most impacted by the COVID-19 crisis, it is our hope and prayer that government leaders will find the moral courage and political will to foster healing and civil dialogue that leads to real structural change in our country and globally. You can read more about that story and everything else we're covering over at the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to our other podcast there as well. I'm here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.